Thank you for joining us on Tuesday night, two days before Thanksgiving. We've got a lot to be thankful for in the basement this year. On behalf of First Amendment Sports, I'm Ken Marangola, and I really am thankful for everyone joining us this evening. Thankful for Kevin Ricca. I've never been part of a million of anything, but someone tells me there's a million different things going on about what happened with First Amendment. Sorry. What happened with Gonzaga DeMatha yes. that we happen to be around for? Absolutely. Thankful for Tim Strachan. Oh, man, the last 48 hours has been a, 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 an awesome <laughs> ride. Uh, it's been so much fun. Um, really appreciate everybody being a part of it, uh, contributing to it, and uh, it was great. Just the whole thing was a great thing to be a part of. We're all very thankful that Carol Maloney is, it even wants to be associated with us. I've told you, you're stuck God with bless me now. You. And I'm, I just hope that I can put into words a little bit better than I did post-game. I was paralyzed with shock at the end of that Who game. Who was really? it? I did not so know was what I was saying. I was running circles The whole around. time. <laughs> Still wondering what happened. Thankful for Matt the Real Deal Steel, MCL Photo, sponsor of our pregame shows. Thanks for having me, guys. What an event we were able to bear witness to. I there mean, you go, there you go. It's just something spectacular that we will never forget. Anybody who's there, anybody who's watched it, history. Hey, is made. I appreciate it. We are lucky to be a part of it. No doubt. And I, I was just going to echo your sentiments by saying, what a starting five to get to do this with. Ken Marangolo, thank you for bringing this, yes. this Summer League yeah. All-Star team together. Oh, that now has welcome. made it to the oh. regular season, my friend. Thank you well all. Well done. Thank you all. All I, you guys, man. I think the refrain has been and should be and, uh, is that, if I, I, you know, first of all, I, I love, we all love being part of something amazing. We all love watching something amazing. Every, every sports fan wants to be uh, in the front row of something awesome, which we were, uh, right on the sidelines, which is you don't get a lot of game calls from there. Um, I, I didn't throw a 70-yard pass. He didn't run a kickoff back with 15 seconds left. He didn't catch a pass in the, in the end zone in traffic. You know, she didn't throw laser darts all day long from either, either the quarterback. You know, he didn't display one of the all-time greatest high school football games by a two-way wide receiver defensive back. Um, hats off to the kids at DeMatha and Gonzaga. We'll get to the final score. There was a winner, uh, but there were no losers, and I know that's not the way it feels to some people, and I understand it, and it is real, the well, agony it, that goes with it. It, it. it probably doesn't to the players and the coaches at DeMatha. Uh, you know, that's a heartbreaking loss, um, and, and I, I wanted to make sure that people knew. You're right, Ken. They're, 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 the, both those teams are winners. Unfortunately, the scoreboard has to choose one uh, and not the other, but uh, both programs displayed an incredible, an incredible, it was just a, a great representation of who they were, uh, the coaches and the players and the schools, uh, and I couldn't be more proud to be a DeMatha alum, to have watched that, uh, to see those guys play, and I, I went and talked to the team on Friday night, uh, just, you know, it happened when I was there, I remember being a kid, sitting on, on my knee, watching Mike Anderson come back and talk to us before, you know, a big game before Carroll. And I said to them, I said, if you, as long as you can look yourself in the mirror. Archbishop Carroll, you didn't play Carroll Maloney then. Correct. Okay, correct. Sure. Uh, as long as you can look at yourself in the mirror and at each other and say, I played the best I could possibly play. And you gave it everything you had. I don't care what's on the scoreboard because that's the way this game's supposed to be played. And that's what they did. You know, and they came up short on the scoreboard, and that's tough. But you guys need to hold your heads high because that yep. was an un unbelievable display of football. So I want to get to the game, of course, and the ending and the aftermath, but let's just, before we get too far into it, go back to 
this First Amendment sports deal because I think a lot of people have been talking to us in the community and uh, in the WCAC because we're three games in, right? Yeah. This is the production. You guys have been podcasting here since 2008. You started mm -hmm. First Amendment sports. Ken Marangolo started it and been podcasting in this basement, covering D.C. like no one else, and you get this rights deal that everyone wanted, mm -hmm. and you bring this team together, and three games in, it's three games, and it goes around the world. Mm -hmm. It has gone around the world, the coverage, and it was So on ESPN, uh, Australia slash New Zealand. Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Japan. It's superb. I mean, it was the game, that, that, but it was you that got them then. And I, I, I don't think any... Any of the high school coverage I've ever seen, I've never been a part of anything, you know, this well done. So I just wanted to say thanks. Hey, right appreciate it. It was, it was awesome. When you, you that, that's right, part of our whole pitch the whole way through. Thank you, everybody. There's, like, everybody, seriously, sit down. All of you guys in the back, in the, in the big rows. Everyone, you can put your seat. pants on. <laughs> um, seriously. It, we made you, the whole message is, by the way, there's something amazing happening, and everyone wants a teeny little part of it, but what if we all just work together? Yeah. And, it, you know, D.C.'s a great sports town. That's what First Amendment Sports is founded on, and we, there's plenty of positive to focus on without even going anywhere close to anything bad. Um, and it's a no-brainer to showcase the greatest high school sports conference in the entire world, and therefore, it's, you, no one's going to expect what we saw. You just can't. It's not fair. Um, and, and, and to all you potential sponsors out there, we, we have never and we will never promise you that, but we can promise you people are always going to watch the WCAC, yes. and they're always going to want to be part of it, and who better to tell the story than people who are from the conference, from the area, know the people, understand what we stand for. Uh, shout out to Joe Rada, and we're going to shout, our shout outs are going to be all over the place tonight, but shout out to Joe Rada, um, who personifies the... Uh, message that the WCAC has core beliefs that come first. We stand for something, we stand for each other, and we believe that there's is it an amazing group, an amazing family. Uh, Coach Woolridge was on the original, uh, the show earlier this evening, uh, the lower uh, division or the uh, metro, metro division. Front. Everybody is part of something great, and we are just thrilled to just have like a teeny little, you know, window into it and, and tell the story. What was it like for you to hear your call on all those different outlets and Good Morning America and people saying, what a great job. Does God wear purple? Now it's a headline. Does God wear purple? We're is God to, purple? Is God purple? We're about to find out. What was that like for you, that moment? I didn't know I said it. So I went back uh, after the game was over. I'll go back to the you fence behind Catholic. You said it. Really? I had a whole. Come oh, on. Uh, you no one's sandbagging. Yes, come on, Kenny McNamara. It happened he during a did play. Run it by the Gonzaga. I mean, yes, the St. Yes, John's yes. and the Damapa guy. That's for absolutely sure. I go back to the fence, and uh, Steve Bonavita and Mike Noyes and some other guys <laughs> are over there, and they're like, "Hey, uh, that thing you said about is God purple? Like er everyone keeps repeating it over and over again." And I go over to Kevin, and I was like, "Hey, Kevin." I think I said, like, I, I thought we were talking over each other. We couldn't hear anything. Everyone was screaming and shouting. By the way, two touchdowns had just happened within the, like, the last 30 seconds. It was bedlam and chaos. The fact that the audio is that clear in those moments is miraculous. I mean, there's, hey, I mean, there's nothing to explain that. Listen, and I just, you know, I learned by watching the broadcast that I say, hey, a lot. 
to yeah, start talking. I say oh a lot. But uh, <laughs> here's the deal, And I man. don't say Will Stoney enough. Um, you know, I felt like it was my Oscar moment there. We were all going around saying pleasantries, and we are the champions it's in the background, and I didn't get to say anything real quick, but my grandfather covered high school sports for a local radio station. My dad did the 50-yard line. I remember walking around with him, and everyone knew my dad and came up and shook yeah. his hand. We were out of Catholic the other day. Everyone was coming up and shaking our hand. Hey, we watch the show. I mean, I was getting like... like yeah. My, my chest was pounding. The, the coolest part of my night off of the whole amazing thing that the kids gave to us, because that's what it was, and that's why we're here, uh, was at the bar. Ken and I went to go do a little celebrating afterwards, and there was about four people at Tommy Joe's. Yep. Uh, and Ken was very quiet, and he was beat, and he was exhausted, and I understand. And we had to hold it. But, you know, I was feeling a little different. You know, as you guys noticed, I was hooting and hollering. I was like, this just happened. <laughs> We've got to do something. But... My man is sitting at the bar, leaning forward. Sports Center got down to the second to last play of the 10, and the number one play of the day happened to be the coverage with the First Amendment Sports logo smack dab on the TV screen, and this man erupted like a volcano. Oh. We're number one on the blah, blah, blah. We're hugging. We're screaming. It was awesome. The four of us at the bar did a few shots. <laughs> uh, but, and next yep. thing you know, as we're coming down off our high, SVP kicks off his show with best thing I've seen all day. Money man Matt Seal sends him the info, and awesome. all of a sudden he's leading off the show with the same thing. I was like, this is this, is this real life? About 10 minutes yeah. of straight coverage. It was, un- it was unbelievable. Thanks, and, Scott. And, 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 and Kenny McNamara over here went from a, a 0.3 to an 11 oh. real quick. It was awesome, awesome to watch, my friend. It, oh, awesome. it, it, was, it, came, I, I, it was unexpected. So I, I'm sitting there watching the, the Sports Center top 10. And I, you know, they don't tell you, by the way, watch Sports Center tonight because you're in the top 10. It's not like that. Uh, so I'm sitting at the bar, <laughs> and I'm just kind of like, Watching it go, and it's, you know, it's... I was talking to someone else, by the way. He's by one, himself. I, it was only on one TV, and there's no sound. And it's, you know, Roethlisberger and Ramsey and <laughs> NFL. It's NFL Sunday. It's NFL Sunday. It's NFL yeah, Sunday. Yeah. And it's a, a girls basketball player, like, bounces it off someone's butt and then hits a layup. And I'm like, wait a second. And then by the time we we're getting down, I'm thinking, there's no chance that any of these plays are better than what we just saw. And when it came on, I, it was over. I, 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 was, I lost it, and it was, it was done. And it was like that until like 3 or 4 in the morning. That's how over. long you stayed out? Yeah, shout yeah. out shout out CJ yes. over at 980. <laughs> <laughs> Very, um, a good time was had by all. Productive. All WCC guys, and one yep. guy in purple was happy to be a part of it. Well, it was, it was without a doubt, and I've done football for a long time, and I've watched football for a long time. It, it was one of the mo- best games I've best ever witnessed. Best game at it's, any it's, level. It, it, I'm telling you. We decided to, to take the high school yep. attachment off the front nope. of it because, let's be honest, I'm telling you, there's, there's going to be a, at least three to five guys playing for 10 years on Sunday. I'm not talking about tryouts. Right. Yes. And for those of you who keep saying, you know, there's some people out saying, wow, there's no defense. They, oh, there was plenty of defense. D- how about double-digit Power 5 scholarships on yes. the field on both sides? There was plenty of defense. Yeah. Come on. There, there, there were on. times like, like Marshawn Lloyd's first touchdown run. That, that stop and go he had, that move. I don't know a defender at any level that can There's stop no that. There's no defense for no, that. There isn't. There you stop isn't. on a dime and there cut isn't. almost backwards. No. I mean, no. that was a that was Deja ferocious. And that, and that, just, that just kicked off the highlights. The highlights itself in the first half, you know, could have took, taken up our entire half time yeah. just running them. Yeah. You know, um, no, it wasn't ground and pound. It was plays no, made. It was plays play made. Make, it was play exciting. made. Play made. Play made. It was fun. Matt's quarterback played out of his mind. Eric yep. Nargerian, yes. he played out of his mind. And we haven't said the name yet. We've all talked about him every yep. all night long. Demarco Hellams. Who Hellums is the, one of the best? You, you take your eyes off him. He's going to be the best player on most fields he yeah. steps on. Hey. And he, he, I, he made noise as wide receiver, but he's going as a DB. That's yeah. what's so crazy to me. In two playoff weeks, he's got five touchdowns and four interceptions. Yeah. That's just, we're talking about two games. It's like Sammy Ball. Yeah. 
Yeah, That's what two we gotta do, games. though. And in the future, we gotta market to like we should have sent Nick Saban the clip because he's oh he's watching. But you're right. But they, he, I'm sure. He, I mean, he watched. He I guarantee you, he watched. No, he was yeah. watching. Yeah. Oh, he was watching. Yeah. Nick was watching. Thanks, Brad and Nick. Really appreciate it, bud. And and marketing director. I just named myself right now. Oh no no oh for sure. And well, I actually comes. There's like the dues are crazy, but don't worry about it. We can put up a a plan. Ken just walked around Kensington for about two years and found four people to come down to the basement. Yes, yes. Yes. No no. Everyone knows (laughs) this team does not. It's not. It's all. I mean, come on. Um, I just want to say thank you to so many people who were watching the game at parties. Um, in, in the future, if you're at a watch party, first of all, have one for us. Yeah, just, just load it up on your phone. Give us that extra, that extra view at the same time. Thank you so much. We, had, we were getting uh, calls in. I, I, we heard Malcolm Johnson. Malcolm Johnson. So Malcolm Johnson called James Matten. Thank you, yes, Matt and Nate, James for being Matten, a sponsor. Appreciate you. Uh, Malcolm, a graduate of Gonzaga, uh, went to Notre Dame, wide receiver, uh, went to the NFL, played Steelers. for the Steelers. Uh, he lives out in, I believe it's L.A., definitely in California. Um, he gave James a call and said, hey, listen, man, I got a watch party here watching this thing. We're across the country. How did we get coverage like this? This is unbelievable. He had no idea. Uh, and so, Malcolm, if you're watching, you got to send us a pic, man. You got to show us what, what that, part, that watch party was like. But that Absolutely. Was, you know, that, that's really cool and shows the reach that this conference can have um, the, the, the talent that it has, the um, amount of interest people have countrywide, worldwide, to want to know what's going on with this conference. And yeah, the cream of the crop. It is the cream of the crop. It was fun to see the reaction from other guys in the league, players specifically. Uh, I'm gonna, always going to shout out my, my boys in Maroon and Gold because I know them and their families are watching. Talk to Quinn Osborne and Tom Collins, both. Who, who couldn't followed believe, couldn't Follow, believe what they, were, today. what they were witnessing. I can't believe what I'm witnessing when I man. see you guys play football. Great season. Uh, Coach Malloy and the Mustangs, always a, good, a big shout-out. We, we talked about every team in the, in the league on our broadcast. We made sure everybody was included. Um, yeah, and, well, we had guys that wanted to – listen, yes. we had a little audio uh, difficulty yes. there for Sorry a second. Sorry about that. And Brian Griffin, who's been one of our best supporters and one of the guys that's treated us like gold over at St. John's and welcomed us in to call a game and, and just done everything bent over backwards for us, he reached out and said, hey, look, you guys are out. And, you know, Not that we would be able to do anything about it, you know, because I was thinking it was like – some kid in purple, like unplugging, plugging back. Yeah, in. right. Exactly. Uh, but we got to been plugging each other for years. It would have been a strong move. I'm yeah, we got to give not... a shout out to our automatic sports guys, right? Oh, yeah, oh yeah, Luke yeah. David, Victor Maddox, um, Victor our and Luke, I mean, production senseis. Obviously, we, so first we talk about First Amendment sports, and we talk about what makes it work and why it's even possible. It's not possible without the production side of the house. Luke and Victor are um, just crucial, crucial Top members of, of our team, um, and they did an amazing job making sure that what we put out was. Um, at a highest level, you know, it's funny because people talk about the quality of it. People say like that's high school, and, and so for us to put our, our name on, on the map, in order for people to know who we are and who the WCAC is at the highest possible level, the only way to tell this story is is right. Yeah. And we mm-hmm. asked Luke and Victor put something out there that, that people are going to be happy to share, that people are going to want to watch, that's going to make them look good, that's going to make us look cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're 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 in the car. You know, with with this whole big family, Steve Colantuni, commissioner of the WCAC, huh. appreciate you. Um, Thanks, your Steve, vision sir. for the Thank conference you, is amazing. Hey, um, our we're happy meat, to be our part of it. was a cheeseburger. Our meat, we, exactly we had a right. cheeseburger with some WC, WCAC guys, and next thing you know, we yeah. get to this point. Ed King treating us like I gold like during the day. Thank you, Ed Dropping King. Dropping down, uh, you know, Matt Rifkin sure also. Yeah, it was 
just the, this community is something special. Yep. And uh, I think the whole world just caught a glimpse of it. The whole world it. just watched well, it. Uh, shout it. out Tommy Ponton. Oh, yeah. okay. from, from the minute we got there in the morning to cover the Metro Conference Championship, uh, everybody couldn't be more gracious. Everybody couldn't want to help each other out more. Uh, obviously, they want to be each other on the field. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that happens. There are biases. There are loyalties. Uh, but at the end of the day, I mean, the way that they all came together and made this all, whole thing work. What's cool, about, what's cool about this whole thing is that, so we get together and we talk about <laughs> games and we talk about plays. You see that guy make that play. Did you see uh, that defensive stand? Did you see the way that coach called that third quarter? We've been doing that in the basement for three years. We've been doing it high school, college, and pro. And we are certainly happy and, and beside ourselves to talk about X's and O's when we can, but also just to have fun and make it clear that it is fun, and, and this is the content we want to have fun covering. Yeah. This game took on a different life in it because the X's and O's, the, the playmaking, the, the highlight reel aspect of this game turned it into the spectacle of the WCAC. And that's, that's the only reason why people are saying our name is because they are such a spectacle, and we happen to be lucky enough to be sitting on the field with a uh, monitor and cameras pointed at them that we get to be the lucky recipients uh, of, of the honor to tell the story. Lucky is a great word. Honor, privilege to yes. us. Hey. Be able to be a, a, you know, the catalyst, the, yeah. the, the conduit to uh, bring this to more people than can show up at uh, Catholic University in person and mm-hmm. watch something like that. Yep. And I, I don't want to forget about Tony Johnson. All these ADs have treated us so well. A- every coach in the league has graced us with yes. their time during, right. during, during the season. During the season. These guys have families, and we all, I know specifically what it's like uh, as a family with a, a coach, a coach's wife, and coach's kids. You know, th- those minutes are precious, yeah. and for them to donate some of their precious time to what we're doing here at First Amendment, it just means a ton. I mean, forget about what happens on the field. That's secondary to what we're talking about with the type of men and women that we've dealt with in this conference that have reached out and given us their all. I mean, that's what makes it special, because I think they know we're, we get it. And, and we also, get it, man. the... the the, the story being told, the, us getting the opportunity to tell the story, um, is perfect for this conference because there's, there's, there's something uh, eternal about uh, the WCAC. We're all from it. Um, the, anyone who's from it loves it. Anyone who knows, knows. Yeah, that's the old saying. Anyone who knows, knows. And we all know. And so... Uh, oh, the, 27 years ago. The community said, is gigantic. Kevin and I went up against each other head-to-head yes. in, in, yeah. the, in the WCAC. Yes. Back then, it was the Metro Conference uh, Championship. So, yes. No, no. We, we and, and we were well a part of it before 1991 as well. Yep. Hey, and well it's, my dad was the AD at St. John's in charge of basketball. I got to watch Lawrence Moten and Marvin Graves and Dave Creedle and oh, the whole drug. And yeah. I remember my dad introduced me with Moss Collins to Lawrence Moten, who I told my dad was like, to me, yeah. the end-all, be-all. Right. And he said to me, and this is, where I, this is why it comes from there, and Lawrence Moten said, someday you're going to play in the league? He wasn't talking about the NBA or the NFL. Right. He, he, was, he was talking about what we're covering right here. And I remember thinking, like, I'm, I'm going to. And I wanted to so bad. I would have done anything to have done that, mostly because he said that. Yep. When you guys have heard me say the league forever, it's because the man who invented high socks until I realized that maybe it might be Walt Williams and we can figure that out. But this guy's from the WCAC, Lawrence Moten's high socks. And when he said to me, you're going to play in the league someday? Yeah, he wasn't talking about going pro. No, uh, no, sir. Uh, and and uh, I, I, and I say uh, too much. It's a, it's a thing I'm working on. Hey, shout out Will Stoney. <laughs> I want to uh, tell you guys that, and I've never shared this before. When I was a kid, uh, uh, I want to say I was probably maybe five or six years old. My dad uh, 
Tom Marangolo. Uh, he was Tom Wright in high school. He was a... What up, Tom? What up, Tom? Our uh, guest for the Reich, St. Mary's Riken. Our guest O'Connell for the game. game. Hall of Fame, McNamara running back. Um, he held records that stood well into my time at McNamara. Um, when I was a kid, he took me to McNamara games. And I don't even remember what year it was, so I can't tell you what game it was. I just know it was at St. John's. It was McNamara-St. John's. And my dad took me to it. And we got to play football at halftime on the field, which was awesome. I always thought that was awesome. And you still do. Still, and I still do. Yes, you do. <laughs> I still do, Dad. And, but we left. I don't, I don't know why. We, we had somewhere to be. You know, uh, he was late. He had promised something to my mom. We're going to be there, blah, blah, blah. We got to leave. We're walking out. We come around. I, you have to tell me the name of the street. It's that, the Wooded Street on the back Oregon. side of the field. Oregon. Oregon Avenue. So we're coming out Oregon. I, dude, come on. I, I, I went to Forestville, Keegan. Um, we're coming out the back, and we're seeing everyone go crazy on, the, on that fence line uh, in the old days, before it was yeah. turf. Mm-hmm. So he pulls off, and we park, all, you know, like, are basically you know, almost hitting a tree, and he's like, we got to get out. Yeah, that's Rock Creek Park. There's, no, there's, there's nowhere no, to park. There's yeah. no, he just pulls off, and he's like, get out of the car. And I'm like, okay. And we, get out, and we race. We race around, all, all the way around. McNamara had just uh, taken the lead at the end, and all his buddies... <laughs> Uh, we're going nuts. We went back in, just in time to see McNamara steal one, probably, from St. John's. God knows what year it was. I wish I knew, and I'll find out at some point. And I'll never forget that. And I, 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 it makes me think a little bit about, a little bit about this game. No, no, one, no one tuned out. No one left in Gonzaga to Matha. But it was good till the last drop. Yep. But I, I know one thing. We better start talking about the greatest let's high school it. football let's game that's ever been played. All right. Let's go, Kevin. Uh, Let's start on let's start on the Demathis side if, if we can, but, it, but it why don't you a, take was, us through it? I'm just well. I mean, from from A to Z, you know. Yep. We could, but but Demarco Hellams through three and a half quarters put on what, in my estimation, was the greatest high school performance I've seen in a championship game. And then, yep, shout out Demarco Hellams, and nothing. He did nothing else differently, but a young man named Caleb Williams um, might have topped that performance mm-hmm. in that fourth quarter. It, it, the scoreboard might tip that one, I think, at the end of the day, because I want DeMarco Helms on my team. Yes. But, just but let me out. just say this about the fourth quarter, and I think we might have a surprise guest coming in here that could you know, specialize on that. But in the fourth quarter only, Caleb Williams was 8 of 15 for 186 yards and two touchdowns passing. I had he him had, on my fantasy team. I had, started him that day. He had, this is just the fourth quarter, mind you. He had nine rushes for 50 yards and two touchdowns. And in the fourth quarter... Gonzaga ran 24 plays, 15 passes by Caleb Williams, and nine rushes by Caleb Williams. Mm. No one else touched the ball rushing. And on the day, Caleb Williams was 13 of 29 for 359 yards and three touchdowns. He rushed the ball 19 times for 108 yards and three more touchdowns. And he had a reception where he moonwalked into the back of the end zone off a Philly special (laughs) that John Marshall threw. I mean, are you talking about one of the greatest? That is awesome, coach. <laughs> that is great. He's got the trophy. It's like carrying the, the cup. Good job, He's in the basement. Congratulations. <laughs> awesome job. Have you slept? Have you have you taken a second off? It was cold out oh, there. He's got his purple though. Comfortable guys. He's got his purple He's on. He's getting comfortable. I love it. He's coach Randy Drivers, head coach. It's perfect timing, too. We're bringing you in, Coach. We're just getting to the uh, nitty-gritty, what happened you know, on that field. Uh, we're talking about players from all, all different spots. 
specifically Caleb Williams at the moment. Can I ask a couple here. of first questions? Because I have to do this quick interview um, on 106.7 Coach. The Fan. Coach, come sit down right here. Oh, you're going to give him the big chair? He's going to get the big comfy chair. Do you mind if I just get a couple of questions in before I go? 106.7 yes, yes, yes. The Fan is calling. I've actually put him on hold a couple of times. They want to talk about Good. the game, Andy, too. Andy I'm can a, wait. Andy Poland. I'm so sorry. Hold on. She's coming, Andy. She'll be there. Let's rearrange. This basement is, is transformable. Can I just start by telling you? Keep the tra trophy in front. I don't care if it blocks we'll me or T. We'll get to the game. We're going to start at the end. We're going to go backwards. But that celebration, okay? The celebration, we go, game ends. We're in shock. Nobody's moving, right? I go, I did eight laps looking for you to try to get you on with us. These guys kept, we're stalling, right? You're stalling. His lawyers were keeping him away from you this eight week. Eight laps. <laughs> <laughs> eight laps looking for you. I heard... The reason I didn't find you is because you were face down, collapsed on the field, in shock yourself. Is that true? Um, Do you even remember the moment? It's hard to remember everything that <laughs> went on and you know, there were flashes of things that were happening. Of course, uh, um, you know, it was bedlam. You know, pandemonium. It was, bedlam. It was, um, it was pretty wild, uh, for sure. And, um, you know, it's funny that you have a few days uh, now and you hear some of the different um, stories, you know, of, of you know everybody kind of has their own story of after the catch, you know, what mm -hmm. they did, whether yep, it was yep, somebody yep. in the stands, kind of like where were you when, in the car, yeah. someone at home watching, you know, the sideline, uh, the other sideline, behind the fence here, there, um, as we try to recover artifacts, whether it be headsets. Uh, helmets, oh, yes. uh, you know, balls, things of that nature. How did you know what you, know, you can find them on eBay right now? If you're missing yeah. anything, I'm sure they're on eBay. Yes, by the way. no, it, it's pretty amazing. And the um, you know, when something like that happens, and the, the, the sort of the myriad of emotions that um, that are going through one at that particular time, and just to sort of watch some of the different video and just see the reaction and response of, um, of so many people, I know that. Um, it, uh, for me, it was very, um, you know, emotional mm -hmm. in the sense that, oh, yeah. uh, you know, we have um, uh, made a tremendous, uh, put in a, a tremendous amount of, of work. Um, and, uh, and not to diminish what anybody else does in their, in their occupation and their job and their, uh, whether it be, you know, high school football or, or um, anything. Uh, you know, I just know that... Um, our journey, what it has been um, since the, the, the day that, um, that I've been a, a part of Gonzaga and the head coach, and it's been a, um, an arduous one uh, <laughs> and, uh, to, you know, to get to that point and then to, to have it um, you know, you know, come to fruition in that fashion, of course. It, is, uh, it's, it was very emotional. So yes or no, were you laid down flat on the ground for a while? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Or were laid out? Were you one of the guys that got hit by the players as they came running through? That was that was uh, one of our assistant coaches. Yes. Conrad Singh. Was that Conrad? Conrad got laid out? Conrad was in a full sprint towards the the, yes. the, the students. Was section. it Joette that got him? No, 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 no. <laughs> it was John O'Toole. Was a, the, okay. You know, a 285 pound. Yes. He's a senior. He flat. It was WWE style. Oh, my God. It was like a, a combination of my, a The first thing line. my son said, Coach, you was like, who's that guy? You were telling Conrad. Oh, my God. You were telling Conrad to be careful. That's the, the special teams up. coordinator. We all know. We all know that 
there was a kickoff return that happened right before that pass. So you can imagine the level uh, that, yes. of emotion he was feeling. Of course. But we all sat and talked about the level of emotion that was happening right here. And those last five minutes, you can't imagine. And you've watched a lot of football games when, when the announcers think that they know what's going on. Boy, you got an onside kick here, right? Oh, you have oh, to. Well. You, you can't run the ball anymore, right? Yeah. The reason why I think you were so emotional afterwards is the amount of emotional energy it took for you to maintain the level of patience you did in that last, that last five minutes. You stuck to the game plan, Coach. And I think uh, your patience that you've shown in those last five minutes, all young coaches, any coach, could learn from. Oh, you yeah. stuck to the game plan. Your team wound up winning it. You did not onside kick. You did not just go to the air. In fact, you ran the ball. I mean, we were sitting there going like, oh, 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 and I said it to you after the game, and you probably don't remember, but I said, your patience. I'll never forget. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, it's, um, <clears throat> no, you, you, um, we try our best to prepare uh, for every situation in these, you know, these moments. So, uh, and then we also prepare, and we prepare technically, schematically, but also emotionally and psychologically. Okay, so in our program, we have something that we, you know, we have these, these values that we stand on in our program, all right? And we have an acronym called NEF, Now Embrace Finish. And, um, you know, so our, our word of the week, you know, a couple weeks ago when we oh, were triumphant against uh, St. John's in the semifinals, it was all about the moment, staying in the moment now, okay? And, um, uh, and you know, so this game, I think one of my former players said to me, that was the embodiment of Neff, you know, what you guys did. So you're talking about the last five minutes, um, you know, the idea of us um, being able to flush what just happened um, down the toilet and put it behind mm -hmm. us. You know, it's very important. And when you think about what happened, you said the kickoff return, all right, is, you know, we have to be able to stay in the moment. And then we, we, are, we are not afraid, okay, of, of challenges, all right? So if you didn't, you know, recognized the week before when you guys interviewed me, I didn't look like a man that was intimidated or afraid, did I? Um, and, 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 our, and our team is not that. You know, the, the boys and, and the, 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 the coaches, the way that we train, the way that we prepare, we prepare for these things. We talk about the idea of embracing. So you cannot uh, determine the circumstances that are happening around you, whether it be the weather, um, whether it be how somebody else is acting or reacting to what you do, all you can do is focus on, we say, embracing, all right, the circumstances, no matter what they are. We are going to have our attitude, all right? And not only will we embrace mm -hmm. the circumstances, if it's raining, we're going to love it. If it's windy, we're going to love it. We're going to be triumphant, but also embracing one another, all right? So there is a love uh, that we have for each other. And then we talk about finish, all right? So the idea of finish is simply... If there's time on the clock, we are going to fight, all right? So there is absolutely no other way that we know than to empty our tank, all right? And we teach our guys this from the very first time that I, that I, that I get with them. And I will tell you a true story, all right? So 2014 is the first year uh, that I was the head coach of Gonzaga. We had the, uh, the stadium was being renovated, so we had no field. Mm -hmm. So our first practice, our very first practice took place at none other than Catholic University. Wow. All right? And so the first sideline that we took happened to be that visitor sideline at Catholic. And I lined these boys up in shorts, all right, and, uh, you know, just to, to work out at, at Catholic. The first thing I teach them, I say, you know, stand on the, everybody stay on the sideline. 
All right, and I want you to get in, you know, um, you know, every five yards, and you're going to line up in you know, no deeper than six guys per line. And I say, okay, the first line, I'm going to blow the whistle, and I want you guys to run to the hash, the first hash. I'll blow the whistle the next line, run to the first hash. And I know what's going to happen. What's going to happen is half of the guys are going to run to the hash, um, another quarter of them are going to run almost to the hash and slow down, uh, and then another quarter of them are really going to slow down about halfway and get to the hash. And that's when I teach them, this is how we finish. Mm -hmm. Okay, This yep. is how we finish. So it's ingrained in everything that we do, everything that we do in our program, this idea of now embrace finish. This is not a... Um, it's not just a word we throw out there one time. It's not something we talk about. It's something that we live. All right, so when our players, when you say, you know, Coach, you had patience, or, you, man, your players <coughs> fought hard. You know, they never gave up. You know, this is not an accident. You know, this is something that we, uh, we preach, that we teach, that we live. And these are not things that happen just on the football field. See, these are things that happen in life. They're real. And, um, and so... You know, when you hear me talk, you heard me talk after that game two weeks ago, all right, that was real. All right, that was oh, real. Yeah. It was raw. Uh, oh, yeah. It was. Yeah. It was. <laughs> it was and, and, I loved it. I loved it. I went in for a hug, and then I, yeah. I, loved it. <laughs> I want to say you talk about preparing and finishing, right? And I know you prepared just the day before that game for a Hail Mary. Just that situation. How, how do you know that? I just know. Oh, we do. Know that? We do I know. I know. I don't get anyone in trouble, but he went to Hampton, Sydney, and he's on the coaching staff. Uh, uh, Joe Rader also said it on the show. Yeah, he also said it on, on, show. Said on the radio. And on the radio by, uh, yeah. Right, so here's, yeah. Here's the deal. So, and the, but I still want to know, I know you practice it, and yeah. of course that's the right thing to do, but to see it completed in well, your guys' hands, and I want to know what words, yeah. what thoughts were going through your head yeah. right at that. Yeah. We're on the internet, so it's, it's okay. It's, yeah. not a, it's, it's certainly not a, it's not a high percentage play, right? All right, but um, we, we do prepare for that situation. So, you know, I have, um, you know, generally 47 scripted plays that, I will, uh, that we will run the day before the game. All right, so play number 44 is always the penultimate. All right, that, mm -hmm. that's the play that we run that we know if we can't get into um, the range to, to uh, toss the Hail Mary pass, we run the penultimate. So... Uh, and we know that if we have a certain amount of time, that we have time for two plays. Of course, it was 10 seconds. We knew we had time for two. All right, so we ran the penultimate. And then the, the, uh, the Hail Mary is always play 45 on the 47-play script. All right, so we, we run the Hail Mary. All right, now Coach, let me tell is you. It is it easier to call Hail Mary when you have a guy who can throw it 70 yards in the air? Yes, yes. Does uh, that make it a little bit easier? <laughs> let me, um, no question. All right, but this is, this is, um, this is, a, is a great story because – the night before the game, okay, we are practicing <coughs> at Catholic University, okay, and uh, and we're on play 45, and I say to Caleb, I'm standing about 10 yards in front of the offense, and I and I point to my arm, and I say, Are you good? All right, because most times we throw it, but there have been a couple days before the game where, you know, the arms a little, you know, we don't want to throw the arm out. He says, Coach, I'm great. I'm good, you know. So we throw it, all right. And guess what, guys? We're practicing it going towards the same end zone that we practiced, that we did it in the game. And there are any number of guys that can catch it, four guys. All right, but guess who catches it the night before the game? Uh, John Marshall. It has yeah. to be. Okay. Yeah. 
John Marshall. So we throw it the exact same place in the exact same direction. All right. 68, 68 yards in the air. By the way, shout out to John Marshall. We said it about uh, Latrell Palmer. That would have landed at 73. It would have, at least. It, but I'm saying it caught. Caught at. It was a 53-yard touchdown that was yes. thrown in the air 70 yards. Okay, that's fine. I have no that's problem a, with that. That's a fact. From the 40, it was caught at, yep. in the back of the end zone about eight yards deep. Yep, if, it, yep. if it wasn't caught, it would have landed outside yeah. of but the I end just, zone. But I just want to get through my shout-out to John Marshall because we were talking about uh, Latrell before uh, in the yep. show before. We were also talking about Joe Wynn going to the service academies. Um, the choice between Army and Navy. Choice yes. between Army and Navy. And I don't want I, – I, all shows – I'll say it until I'm blue in the face. The fact that the, these WCAC players go go to service academies uh, blows me away. I, I call it. I say it over and over again. It's the greatest jersey in the world. The stars and bars. Um, I said it on the air. Who do you want? Who would you rather have? You know, uh, wearing that awesome jersey. How about a guy like John Marshall? I didn't mean to totally derail the story, but I'm just saying that kid uh, inspired inspires people, inspires us. And the fact that he's going to Annapolis, it makes me feel pretty pretty darn good. Yeah, no, John Marshall's a heck of a heck of a football player, and uh, they're getting a, a, a heck of a football player. But he's a he's a he's a fantastic person. All right, he's a he's a great young man, and um, you know, in a great family. And of course, you know, John is uh, it will always be um, linked to history. At oh Gonzaga, yeah, you know, oh as the, yeah, as the guy that made the. Catch, but not know, just that, Coach. Round the world, he brought right? you back into the game. Uh, when when Gonzaga was up against it, Caleb was throwing it up there, and, and he was targeting number 14, and 14 was making the play, and he did it in a classy way, Coach. He was staying in bounds. He was twisting his body. He was doing it in traffic with contact, guys hanging on him. I mean, how proud can you be of a guy who just goes out there and says, guess what? It's my ball. Yeah, no, John is a uh, – he's talented, and he's, um, you know, he's got great belief in what, what – um, you know what he can do on the field, and and um, but you know it takes more than himself. You know, so that ball is coming from uh, a player that can put it there, and then uh, that player that can put it there is being protected by the guys up front. And the protection uh, you know, was so fantastic. It's, it's, a, yep. it's a very uh, collective effort, but no question. You know, down twenty early. Um, you know, fourteen made some nice catches to, 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 you know, really get us get us cooking again. But there was never any panic. I, no. I promise you that. You know, um, you know we just um, we, we, we stay focused on the moment, focused on the moment. And, um, and, and I'll say this, you know, um, I mean, DeMath is a heck of a – I was just going to ask you a question about that, program, Coach. You You're know? coming into a championship week. You've just come off one of the greatest victories uh, for not just your program but for the uh, – Gonzaga faithful. You know, you beat a, a classy, um, a, a uber-talented St. John's program on their field uh, in a year when people weren't necessarily picking you to do it. You come to Catholic in a championship game against a DeMatha team that people are loving because of, the, of their athleticism, uh, because of the lore of their program, and because of and their number ability. number one. And number one and number two. Hallams, yeah. Number one and number two. And so um, you believe in yourselves, and you're not going to let the moment be bigger than you, uh, and you're going to go do what you do. But as a coach... Um, can you talk a little bit about uh, what your thought process was facing some of these just amazing kids in blue? Um, yeah, I mean, you said it very well. I mean, DeMatha is um, super, super talented. They've got great, uh, you know, tradition. Um, and, um, and I think that team has been building in, in their confidence mm -hmm. all year. I think, um, 
you know, the, the, the program, you know, just from an outsider's perspective, they've always been strong. You know, they've always been, um, you know, a program that um, has a, a proud tradition of excellence. And um, the year ago, uh, they lost a lot of close games. You know, people look at them and say, ah, you know, the math has fallen off and, you know, they're not what they used to be. You know, there's one, one year where they struggled a little bit, but if you really looked at it, they were right there yes. in all their games. That's I mean, they saying. were right there. They were they're still very, very, very strong. And, and I'm sure that they were, you know, believing that and telling themselves that. And so they come out this year and, um, you know, I think they, they had a tough loss against Aquinas, right? Aquinas, yes. Early. Yeah. You know, and, um, you know, if you're in that DeMatha program, you know, you're just, you know, the hope I would think at that time is, you know, wait a minute, you know, uh, let's, let's, you know, get it together and, and, and get this thing rolling and not have a season like we had a year ago. And, of course, they started getting that thing rolling. Mm -hmm. and, um, and, and you could you just sense as you watch them play, I felt like it's a program and a team that's gaining more and more confidence in the way mm -hmm. they're playing and playing better and better and better every week. Uh, so, you know, they they were, um, you know, as as tough an opponent as you could ask for, you know, coming into the, the championship game because I really felt like, and I felt like the, their game against St. John's could have gone either way. Yeah, yeah. You know, really could have. And you knew what um, DeMarco Helms was capable of doing. You knew what Marshawn Lord was capable of doing. What yeah. really stood out to me, uh, well, also Jermaine Johnson had a heck of a game. He was awesome. But what stood out to me the most was Eric Majerian. I think that young man came out and had the best game of his career. Yeah. I don't know if he – I'd never seen him kind of take a game over like that and, and make the plays that he played. It was it was uh, phenomenal to see, especially as a, a DeMatha alum. Yeah. And, um, and shout – you talk about programs, uh, the traditional programs, and once again, one of uh, our shout-outs are all over the map tonight. What One thing we have learned, Coach, over the last three weeks of covering, uh, you know, uh, your game against St. John's, covering O'Connell and St. Mary's, and then covering the championship is um, how many parents – uh, are, are watching us because their kids are played because they went to the uh, schools uh, because they have kids who play other sports. So I just want to shout out to all, all the parents. I know any coach worth his salt understands the value uh, of the parents uh, and what they bring to the equation. And I know the Gonzaga community is no exception. We saw that uh, in mass uh, and we've seen it since, but um, I, don't, I just don't want to let it go and let football season go. We're going to talk about basketball moms and dads. We're going to talk about lacrosse <laughs> families. We're going to talk about it all. But, but football is a special thing. Um, you can't do this without that, 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 that whole family. And, um, and you guys got it great in that regard, uh, but so many WCAC schools do. Yeah. No, it's a, you know, when you're talking about the commitment of a football family, it's a commitment, you know, in terms of travel. Uh, a lot of times, you know, with the WCAC schools, these are not neighborhood um, schools, you mm -hmm. know, where everybody's coming to, you know, from around the corner. You mm -hmm. can walk to school or take the yellow cheese, you know. It's, uh, you know, some of these families are coming to Gonzaga. They're, they're on the train. They're on the, on the metro. They're picking up their kids at this time or that time. You know, so, you know, the, the, the parents are fantastic, you know, when it comes to their support for their, their, their young men to be able to balance the academics uh, to be able to do all the football preparation physically. You know, you need great parents to be able to, to support these young men and, and have them ready and prepared to, to go out there and play. So no doubt our parents and our program do a tremendous uh, job of all the little things behind the scenes to make our program run. You know, we're not mm -hmm. just a team but a program. So 
um, you know, no, kudos, shout out to the parents. Uh, I'm, I'm with you on that, my Before man. we get to back to the game and, and, and some of the, the nitty-gritty of the game, I just, you're speaking of parents. We saw a wonderful moment that you were able to have with your dad. Um, just, just talk about what that was like and uh, the significance and the emotion that you had being able to share that with your, your dad. Yeah, you know, part of the, the emotion, you know, you just say, man, where was he after the game? You know, the, the, the um, you know, so there's a, a lot of feelings going through me, you mm-hmm. know, at that time. And, you know, first, uh, you know, the young men that I coach, you know, I love them. Okay, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, and people that know me and know the way I coach, you know, you know, it's, it's, it's real. I love these, these guys, you know, and, um, you know, uh, there was, um, you know, a little bit of a backstory as far as the moment with my father after the game is, um, you know, first of all, you know, all my career in football, my father has been, you know, number one right there mm-hmm. for me. All right. And all of you guys are you know, talking about parents and, you know, so it's always great to see the parent support, you know, but my father is, um, was diagnosed with cancer in 2014, mm-hmm. all right, shortly after I took the job um, at, uh, uh, at Gonzaga. And um, a very, very severe form, right, where uh, that October during the season he had a, um, a very um, uh, intense operation, which was followed by two more minor operations. But his spleen was taken, his kidney, uh, part of his stomach, um, you know, uh, you know three, mm. three organs plus were taken out of his body. Mm. Um, uh, but uh, he, from that point, uh, around 2015 to this past spring, he was free of cancer. Oh, wow. Uh, Amen. So, That's awesome. Uh, Amen to that. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. So, uh, and, and he was on the field um, there. Awesome. And, and um, he had a, another, uh, he was diagnosed again uh, this past uh, spring, 2018, that the, mm. the, the cancer has, has returned. You know, so um, we tried to have another uh, surgery um, done uh, with the same surgeon, Dr. Paul Lynn, fantastic doctor. Um, there's so much there that um, uh, it would have been too invasive. It would have been, um, I don't know, he would have been able to wake up from the surgery. But, sure. But I will tell you this, all right, and this is a true story. Um, you know, before my man goes into surgery, all right, um, you know, my siblings, my mom, you know, we're, we're, we're giving him hugs and kisses, and the last thing he says is, you know, I know I'm going to come out of this strong because God wants me to, um, still um, have moments and times with my grandchildren, and he wants me to see Gonzaga win the WCC oh, championship. That's great. Oh, man. So, um, and of <laughs> Even this Mustang can appreciate it. <laughs> yes, right? absolutely. And, uh, I mean, that's so, great, dude. That's, that's so, awesome. so when I embrace my dad at the end of that, um, of that game, you know, that's, uh, you know, that's emotional. Right? Yeah. That's, my, that's my number one guy. And uh, and for him to be able to be there in person and see that, and and, um, and I know how happy he was. Uh, I know what that means to him. So um, that uh, uh, personally for me, that that meant a lot to to get that victory. Family awesome. of the program, family. We talked about it before the second segment. Before it's not just the family, of the players. It's families of the coaches. It's families. It's 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 all in. Not only did he get to see you guys win the title, but we're going to talk about this game. It's the greatest high school football game. It's the greatest high school football played. game ever played. ever played. Well, I'm about to tell you why it is. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple things that happened. Um, 
Four touchdowns for you guys in the last six minutes. 35 points combined, 25 were Gonzaga's in the fourth quarter. There was over 1,000 yards of offense, 89 points. Uh, to put it in perspective, that's more yards than last night's Rams-Chiefs game. Yes. Everyone was talking about. Uh, and more points per minute, considering the NFL plays 15-minute quarters and yep. we play 12 here in the WCAC. Um, with a, with a walk-off and uh, three lead changes and three touchdowns in the final 29 seconds. Uh, there's, a, there's a game in 1994 between John Tyler and Plano East. If you Google greatest high school football game ever, you'll see it. Uh, I, 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 I did my research. Okay. I, I checked it out. Uh, the level of product that we witnessed on Sunday night in Northeast D.C. Superior. Uh, was far superior. And that was a crazy game. There were seven touchdowns, three onside kick recoveries, and blah, blah, blah. But th there was about 9,000 missed tackles on that. And uh, the, the guys tackling on defense on Sunday night, like I said, double-digit guys going to Power Five schools from from both sides, Gonzaga and Dematha. Uh, there's just no chance that when you're on campus with the shrine of the Immaculate <coughs> Conception, that there was a hail mary answered at Catholic University between a championship between two teams in the Catholic League, and from a guy who went to Catholic University, it just seemed like uh, you know none of this was done by accident. And we have nothing but we as first at first amendment sports we love and respect uh, Texas high school football. Um, there's pockets in Ohio that are uh, deserving of that of that level. Uh, Southern California, Florida. There are places where you can find a high brand of high school football, but there's no conference as deep as the WCAC where you're going to see a game like this. Uh, you could see it in the regular season if we're being honest. Um, because that's 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 the teams that play each other in this conference, and we are we are spreading the word to all those other places to the to the folks in Plano. I mean, it's just not are, the same. Are you set the stage for a possible First Amendment sports like conference versus conference game like season opener? They don't want, they, I think we got this. They don't want this smoke. I think we got. They this. don't want this. Anybody wants to <laughs> challenge? Want this. We'll take it on. We'll put it all together, Coach. Uh, so, are you done? You done doing all your interviews? Oh, yeah, here. Hey, let, I, just, I was just on 106.7 The Fan. Okay. I told them everything that all right. was going on. Live here. reporting so from I, the I podcast. I just told 106.7 The Fan, all the listeners, to come on and listen to... Uh, you just nice. sideline reported our, our basement just, podcast. Just, you just told all of Andy's <laughs> listeners unbelievable. to come listen to us. You never stop it. You it. never yeah. stop. And as one as I said, First Amendment Sports yeah. YouTube page, right? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, by the way, real, real fast, shameless uh, one thing. It's very important for us. Uh, if you watch, if you go to, if you watch our show, if you go to First Amendment Sports YouTube page, be a subscriber. It's free. Um, it's free. You don't have to watch anything totally ever again. Um, but it, it helps us out. It really does. It helps us out a lot. We bring you as as much amazing content as we possibly can. Um, when we get a chance to talk about the WCAC, we cover the Redskins. We talk about the uh, college and pro teams and all sports. Um, we think DC is a great sports town. And when you, if you, if you're a subscriber to First Amendment Sports. You will watch content that lends itself to the conversation that D.C. is a great sports town. The stuff you want to hear, the stuff that you yes. talk about yourself, the, you know, the stuff that you talk about with your family, your friends, at a bar, whatever. That's what we do here. Help us out. Yes. Oh, by the way, by the way, you'll be only joining another uh, uh, over <laughs> 1.2 million people now who have watched uh, First Amendment sports content. And, and by the way, um, Coach, we said it before you were here, so we want to make sure we just – I just want to make sure I repeat it because okay. we, uh, we totally understand. Understand, we're we're in the back seat of this car, um, yelling to we're backseat podcasting uh, from the basement, as it were. Um, we get to be in the end zone and, and uh, be on uh, here for the ride. We're telling the story. Uh, it's a great story to tell. Deserves to be told. 
We're honored to tell it. Well, I appreciate that. I'm, I'm, I'm very uh, happy to be a part of this story. Oh, man. <laughs> sure. I bet you are. Oh, yes. Come on. I hope of course we do. We've already told all the good We've already asked all the good ones, but okay. go ahead. You can try. The one that I want to ask, and I actually, I um, kind of get a little, I mean, someone cutting onions in here when I think about that, the moment with your dad. Mm. Yes. On the, on the field. Did you talk yes. about yes. it? Yes. I stole you got, it. I'm yeah, sorry. He stole it That's from okay. you. We, I stole it. Was, it. I, I, you, were, you were with Andy. I, um, I, was the, I was right there, and I, I saw, I knew it was a moment. I thought it was just a father-son moment. How is he feeling? In the clouds right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I think he, um, I don't even think he um, took an automobile home. He was so fired up. I think he, <laughs> he, he was sprinting. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, no, he's feeling great. He's feeling great, and um, I appreciate you asking. But um, Give him our best. Yes. And sure then my other question, and maybe this is also a repeat, but having to, mm, the challenge going forward of, you know, the hype that will surround the team and... Uh, and Caleb Williams and all the attention he's getting and the challenge that presents you as the coach. Um, is that a repeat? No, no, no. Okay. No, um, please. Did I, you, uh, what do you I wouldn't know the answer Have you even started to think about uh, coaching after a moment like this in their career and how you, the ch- it will change the way you can coach them or if it will at all? Um, well, unfortunately, the way that I am built is that um, – um, I tend to plan, prepare, and work um, um, probably more than I should. Celebrate <laughs> and embrace the, um, uh, and relax and enjoy what has happened in the past. And, um, you know, so I, I've tried to tell myself the last couple of days and you know, having been in part of different successful situations and looking back and saying, man, I wish I could have enjoyed that a little bit more, you know. So yep. I'm going to, for certain. <laughs> Any way we can help, Coach, because yeah. we've got that market cornered. We've been enjoying I'm, I'm it, trying, by the way. I'm going to enjoy it for a long time. Yes. More. And, you know, I want to really, uh, my, my lovely wife and my two sons, they deserve uh, a husband and father. Uh, for some some quality time, particularly at this time for thanks Thanksgiving. Yeah. And I'm going to oh, give yeah. them my very very best. Awesome. And uh, and and um, my dad, my mom, you know, all these these folks that um, have been steadfast in their support of me. I want to make sure that I coach myself very hard to to uh, you know focus and concentrate as best I can to to um, be. A, a great son and brother and, and uncle and, and, and father and, and husband. Um, and then, um, you know, but in my moments where my concentration uh, may wane a little bit from that, you know, I, I do think about um, a little bit about uh, the next steps, you know, because, you know, the buck stops with me. And um, if I'm not thinking about the the next steps, then, um, you know, who, who is, you know, and, and, you know, life goes on, you know, things must, you know, continue. So, you know, um, as we say in our program, Neff, you know, we can't, you know, live in the past for too long, right? But there's balance too, you know, it's important to have balance in life. And uh, for me, you know, I hope that I can, you know, it's always a challenge, but I hope that I can achieve 
good balance over the next several days uh, and weeks in terms of being able to enjoy uh, what just taken place that we worked so hard for. Also being able to, um, uh, you know, and appreciate and to try to remember some of these great things, you know, and try to, you know, but also really I've got to, I've got to do a, a great job of, um, of being the, the what, I, what I care most about, and that's my, uh, my family, my wife, and my children. Priorities. That, well, that's that, it's absolutely correct and fantastic. But you know what just happened here this spring, Coach? They brought the, what they call the Stanley Cup around. So I'm thinking that yes. this bad boy right here might get a little work done before it gets put into a trophy case for eternity. The trophy it's going to need a little dink, a dunk, a chip, a something, a fall, or whatever. Before it goes be. behind glass. Yeah. So just promise us, before it goes, and, and it's there for, you know, they'll never stop talking about this one. We know that. Yeah, never. Uh, 1.2. It's probably about 1.3 now. Yeah. Because that's what's been happening for 48 this, hours. This baby is kind of like the Stanley Cup. It, <laughs> it, it, it came with me to my English class today. Good. It came through the, the cafeteria and the commons of the school. And, you know, and, and it, uh, it, it came with me through different buildings. So people are, it's taking the tour. We saw uh, you with the ninja grip on it uh, after the game. I mean, you were walking around all over. It was like you, you, were, you weren't fumbling that thing. <laughs> yep, yep. No, no, we had it high and tight. And uh, so, I'm assuming it's going to make its way to the smoker on Wednesday it, night. It, it and I'll tell be. you what, can I give you some advice? Uh, wear a helmet. <laughs> <laughs> that, that place is going to be on fire. I can't imagine it rocking. I can't imagine it rocking. That place is going to be nuts. Yep. And this, this baby's going to be with us at the smoker. Yep. Let me, uh, real fast, before we, before we close out uh, tonight's episode, I, I, I can't let you get away. Uh, we talk about the fraternity uh, and family of the WCAC. We've had every coach in, in uh uh, every coach in the Capitol, we've had other coaches as well, uh, join us on this on this show. We found out uh, after talking to one of them that you and Andy Stefanelli yeah, what's were up? Neighbors, neighbors growing up. That's crazy. Next door neighbors. We're talking about two out of five coaches in the WCAC were next door neighbors with each other. We thought that's amazing. We thought that's amazing. He what gave your your dad that? and your brother a huge shout yes. out. He was like, man, what this is that. that's, that's crazy. That's, that's amazing. Andy's a great guy. Yes, and a uh, great family, and literally. You know, some people say they were neighbors, or you know, and you're talking a couple miles, or you say, "Oh, you, yeah, it's next door," but really, they're you know right. three or four houses, right. houses down, literally, literally <laughs> next door neighbors. You know, his house is to the right of mine. You know, was, you know, and literally, walkie-talkies, flashlights, and playbooks. Yeah. 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 yeah, so capture no. the flag. And he's a he's a he's a great dude. And Shout out to good, good, good that's counsel. That's so cool. That's one of those yeah. that's one of those WCAC wrinkles. It is. That uh, only un gets unfolded in the basement. In the basement. We man. come to find right out. I hadn't heard sports. that before. Um, and 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 again just to make sure the good counsel uh, folks uh, are awesome viewers and, and followers of us and we appreciate uh, all, all all you guys out in Olney. Um, and this was an Olney, right coach? This is in uh, Springbrook, Spring. uh, Silver Spring. Yeah, Silver, Silver Spring. Spring. Cool, Silver cool, Spring. cool, 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 cool. Well, I, I, I think that I want to lead the charge here in congratulating Coach Trivers on just an absolutely amazing job. Historical, Earth, well deserved. Historical, yep. Uh, an amazing team, Carol. You got what you wanted. I just this may be another. Have you watched much of the footage and the post game and your hail Gonzaga? Have you watched that stuff not, yet? Not, not much. You no, haven't seen no, the footage I mean, yet. I've seen, um, you know, a few highlights, um, 
you know, the you know that they're playing on you know ESPN and yeah, yeah. seen a few of those things. And yes, yes. And, um, Your Hale Gonzaga speech at the post game was great. Okay, we'll Thank send it to you. We'll the, send it and the student you. section, you see the student section saying the Hail Mary and on Amen. John Marshall catches that. it. Yes. Um, yes. You got you to be it's kidding amazing. me. Yeah, I got to deal hey, with listen, Jeff Clay we, we, for we a long time. The Jeff Clay. We pray at the math too. Uh, yeah, okay. All right. Of course. Let's go I ahead. Go ahead. Um, because it is God purple, and they're saying the Hail Mary. And I, as someone who's been in, around sports, I've tried to keep religion to the separation of church and sports, right? And any time, like um, uh, Kurt Warner or any athlete uh, was going to talk, you know, use – and Bradley Beal does it. He always, I respectfully, and I'm not judgy, or not, but if I can, I try not to use that because I want to be respectful of all the viewers. Um, but this is a Catholic in Gonzaga. It was a Catholic league, and there's all this. And it just seemed like there was a higher power, you know, at work here. Oh, and yes. I, I don't know, whatever you believe, you know, a football god or whatever, it just seemed like a higher power. And I was wondering your thoughts on if that has crossed your mind and, and, like it was destiny, or it was meant to be, or someone upstairs working for you, or whatever. Hey, you you remember a couple of weeks ago? It's a faith and love. Faith and love. Faith. Right. Hope. Yeah, faith, hope, faith and love. Love. Right, so is that is that is that that's all you need to say? And tell bench you pressing right? Carol Maloney. <laughs> <laughs> It was. It was, it was amazing. It was great. If was we, we if we would if we were better at our jobs, you would have been on Sports Center's <laughs> top ten that night. Yeah, so right, we let right, you right, down, right, Coach. Right. right. Uh, Appreciate the high. I needs. apologize yes. to the Gonzaga community for not being up to bringing my at least my B plus game uh, beforehand. You guys brought your Hilarious. A plus game. Hilarious. I want to say thank you to everybody who uh, joined us tonight. Everyone who's been joining us every week now for going on uh, a couple years now covering the greatest high school sports conference in the land. Uh, we think there's a, this is a story worth telling, and it's a positive one, and I'm happy to do it with this team. He's Kevin Ricca. Hey, I want to thank the kids. They put on a class act display of exactly what it is on both sides of the field. The reason why we're there, the reason why it all counts, the reason why it matters, the most important factor of all of it is the young men. And uh, wow, did we have better young men than anyone in the nation has had in a very long time on Sunday night. She's Carol Maloney. I want to thank Coach Drivers for coming into the basement. Yes. Bringing the trophy, the football, this great spirit, and uh, really the time. We know uh, everyone has been asking for your time lately, so thanks for giving it to the basement. Boy. We are very thankful. He's Tim Strachan. Yeah, and along the lines of the kids, uh, I just want to say it again, couldn't be more proud to be a DeMatha alum uh, uh, during the game, after the game, today. Uh, keep your heads high, gentlemen. You did a great job. Elijah, you did a great job. Um, it, it, it's not always about the result. It's about the journey. You guys, you, you did a great job this year. You learned a lot. Um, and congratulations to Gonzaga for, for being the victor. And thank you for, for being here. And, and thank you for allowing us to be a part of all this stuff. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, WCAC. Thank you, all the fans and everybody who's been paying attention. 2018 WCAC Capital Division champion winning head coach Gonzaga College, Purple Eagles, Coach Randy Strivers. Nice. Thank you uh, for having me on. And I want to thank you guys for what you are doing uh, in covering WCAC uh, athletics and, uh, and these young men. And it, it is a, an area full of talent uh, uh, and full of 
you know, uh, good people doing good things. And, uh, and, and I want to say this, you know, to be the champion of this league, you know, it's not worth a whole lot if you don't have worthy opponents and worthy competition. And, um, you know, so hats off to the other WCC <coughs> schools, mm -hmm. in particular DeMatha and Coach Brooks, uh, for, um, you know, just good, strong, healthy competition. Uh, and that's what uh, allows us to amp up, up each other's games and, and really make each other better, you know, quite frankly. So, you know, my appreciation and, and with this being Thanksgiving, thankful for, um, for all of you here and for all of us in this area to have the, the quality of ball that we're able to have. Um, you know, so um, thank you all for this opportunity, and I appreciate it. From a maroon and gold Mustang all the way over to a purple eagle, thank you. Thank you for being here. Happy Thanksgiving. Congratulations. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We will be back in a week from now on Tuesday night, continuing to talk about the greatest high school sports conference in the land. Are we going to get invited to some Gonzaga holiday parties? I yeah, I mean, I, yeah. That's don't, a possibility. i got to get a new outfit. To all my friends. Now. And then there's a lot I of... I styled up for these ones. I can't... I, if I, yeah, Pat Judge James, man. I, mean, I could go down the list. We all have a million friends who went to yeah. Gonzaga because that's what this conference is all about. Please enjoy yourselves tomorrow night uh, at the Smoker. It's going to be Wear amazing. Wear a helmet. Wear a hey. helmet. <laughs> have fun. You earn Knights it. Knights of Columbus. I'm behind the slab tomorrow night just yeah. in case anyone's curious. In case uh, anyone's not going yeah. back. Oh, well, I had to. Oh, Sorry. God, enjoy the holidays. Uh, enjoy talking about this with people who may, or, it may actually still not know. Teach them. Until next Tuesday, I'm Ken Marangolo. On behalf of First Amendment Sports, this was the WCAC Spectacular. <laughs>